0: Opening day is here. Let's get ready for the first Yankees game of the year. Here's everything you need to know. You are locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gottsulius. Thank you for making us your first listen. It's opening day. We're very excited. My producer Steve is here with me. Steve, tell everyone what we got today.
1: Oh, well, there was a bit of news on opening day Eve, Franchi Cordero, the signing. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit later, what that means. Uh, But I want to start with just what do you got to know about today? Opening day, Uh, clean slate, everything to go. I figure we start with pitching matchups and you know, who's hot, who's cold, all that good stuff. And, and just a little bit of fun tidbits about, uh, about opening day. So let's start with that pitching matchup Stace.
0: So we have Garrett Cole versus Logan Webb, because as you all know, the Yankees are facing the giants and this is, unusual because the Yankees don't usually open up against National League teams and you know coming into this offseason it could have been a totally different Yankees Giants series if Arson Judge had ended up with the Giants but he did not. Uh Logan Webb is making his second consecutive opening day start for the Giants and he had a pretty good 2022 He pitched in a career high 192 innings or 192 and one third innings, excuse me, with a 2.90 ERA. And he went 15 and nine. It's pretty damn good.
1: (laughs) Good year on a bad team. Mm -hmm. Uh, A very disappointing team. Uh, Weird look for the giants today. There's going to be some names that you went, Oh, Hey, I didn't realize he was playing for the giants now. Uh, So kind of a weird lineup, kind of a weird off season for San Francisco. Um, but yeah, you mentioned that the Yankees don't usually open up against National League teams. This is just the second time ever. Uh happened during the COVID season, July twenty-third, two thousand twenty, against the Nationals on the road, rain short and four one victory. So this will be the first time at home that the Yankees yeah. open up against the National League Club. So very, very bizarre. Uh yeah. but kind of cool in the same in the same breath.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited about, I'm excited about the new schedule and that the Yankees are going to see teams that they don't normally see all the time. They're also not going to see the teams that they always see all the time as much, which is good for most of us. Um, it's going to change a lot for all the teams, though, in baseball, and it's going to be interesting to see how they're affected by playing teams that they normally don't play. And when you're playing teams who don't try, like, no offense, but, you know, the Pirates and the Reds and the Rockies and other teams that don't really try to put a real really good product on the field. It's going to be interesting to see how win totals change for certain teams this season, including the (laughs) Yankees. It's
1: going to be a little different. So 105 today, first pitch, uh, Eastern time. Um, Of course, at home, it's going to be very cold. So if you're on your way to the ballpark or planning head to the ballpark, bring those October jackets, 40 degrees anticipated in the Bronx today. So uh, yeah, there's a, it's going to feel a little different you'll feel a little different out of the ballpark today.
0: Yeah, I suggest you get warm drinks when you're there. I suggest you walk around. You know, the new stadium; it's been open for years now. We're we're into its what 14th season, and just walk around as much as you can. Because I've gone mm-hmm. to plenty of opening days that are that have been this cold, and you need to do that. Because if you sit down for too long, it is
1: really. Oh, if you're not if you're not in a covered spot, that wind in the outfield is going to be rushing at you. So, oh yeah, uh, and in the upper needs... deck too beanies masks like uh like everything like gloves make sure you bring gloves the good socks out to the ball at least it's a day game yeah uh, yeah i don't I, I didn't look at the uh the weather for the weekend but uh, i'm sure it's gonna be not great. Uh, the rest of the way, if it's 40 degrees. <laughs> yeah, no, day. there's a
0: possibility of rain on Saturday, which is kind of funny because Friday's the built-in off day in case there's rain. And isn't that always how it happens where, no, it's not <laughs> going to happen on the off day. It's going to happen on the actual yeah. day that they have a game
1: scheduled. Um, um but let's finish up that, that pitching matchup. We mentioned, yeah. uh, Garrett Cole on the mound, of course, as we anticipated, as we always knew fourth consecutive opening day start for him. uh, great season last year, Uh, 33 regular season starts as one of the top pitchers in baseball for years. Now we did a whole episode on Garrett Cole, which by the way is linked in the episode description. Uh, We have a full playlist for everything you need to know before opening day today's opening day. So you got to hustle to get those in again with the day game today. Um, 257 K's last year led MLB Um, great spring training for Garrett Cole as well. I think he had like one or two innings that didn't go too great. Yeah. Um, Struck out 27 in just shy of 22 innings, five starts, ERA South three and a half. Like uh, Garrett looked good uh, during spring training and, and I would expect nothing less today. I, I would expect um, this matchup favors the Yankees.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a good matchup. Um, it should be fun to watch, uh, you know, Logan Webb. He has a really good sinker, which will be interesting to watch the Yankees hitters try to navigate. And he had the second highest ground roll ground ball rate in the majors last season. And uh, Garrett Cole led the majors of the AL in home runs. Can't remember which one it was, but it was, it was a lot.
1: There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think with today with the cold weather, um, the ball probably won't be flying out unless that wind decides to pick up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it's New York. It could, but, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, watching for Logan Webb here today. Uh, the changeup in the slider will be his uh, his secondary options. But of course, that sinker, as you mentioned, is going to be the big one for him today. A lot of ground balls, so uh, Yankees will try and do the. Opposite of that, if they can, if they get the ball up in the air, Um, as of the recording, we don't have the official lineup just yet. We know what it'll likely look like. Um, Some guys you wanted to to talk about and something that we're probably going to keep doing, by the way, Mm -hmm. moving forward throughout the season is our new segment called Hot, Cold and Heating Up. So, Stacey, who is hot, who is cold and who is heating up?
0: Well, we have to talk about Anthony Volpe. It's going to be his first opening day in the Bronx as a Yankee. He's making his MLB debut this afternoon. That's amazing. And great. he batted three oh three oh nine in 19 games in the spring. He was 17 for 55 with 10 extra base hits.
1: Yes. Look great. I mean, and we saw him during the exhibition game, make that full out diving play up the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, And just in case you've been living under a rock or you're a normal human being who doesn't follow every single thing major league baseball does. Don't forget there are new rules in place here today, which you are going to hear talk to the ends of the earth again, (laughs) even though you listen to it all spring training. Remember I predicted that months ago or a month ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so the pitch clock is, is fully in swing. Uh, You only get two disengagements from the rubber. If you're a pitcher, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. uh, What else is going on? Bigger bases um one time out for a batter per at bat um so all those things are are in play today it is full fledged ready to go but Anthony Volpe had a great oh yeah no shift shift ban uh yes. Anthony Volpe that's why I brought it up uh playing up the middle uh but we're anticipating to see Anthony Volpe likely bat ninth maybe eighth but probably ninth um by the time you're listening to this you probably have the official starting lineup so yeah there you go.
0: and also hot Aaron Judge, which Yankee fans will be happy about. He hit 315 in spring training, only two home runs in 16 games, but he was hitting the ball well. I mean, you know, the singles and doubles that he hit were hit really hard. And, uh, you know, it's funny. He started off last year not hitting home runs. He had a pretty long streak of not hitting them and just wouldn't stop after that. So it'll be interesting to see how this season starts for him. Um, Oh, his buddy, Anthony Rizzo. Well,
1: before you get to Rizzo, I feel like just no one was talking about Judge.
0: no. Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No one even remotely brought up Aaron Judge during spring training because all eyes were on AV.
0: Yeah. And that's so, I mean, after the season that he had and everything that happened in the offseason, it was so, it was a very odd spring training for the Yankees. Things that we expected them to be dealing with and us talking about, we didn't.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the injury bug dominated spring <laughs> He dominated spring as yeah. well. Peraza was barely a footnote at best. you never even heard his name after the first week. And then again, judge was never really talked about. And, and I think you're just about to get into who's cold there. Anthony Rizzo wasn't really talked about. He had a pretty poor spring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, now him and judge, the one Homer he hit, he went back to back with judge, but he was only eight for 38 which works out to two eleven. and yes, it's only spring, but he also started off with his back giving him issues and he sat out a little bit and you know, that's something we have to look out for also, you know, this might be a season where you see Anthony Rizzo not playing as much because he needs to rest his back. And so we need to look out for that.
1: Yeah. And just to get ahead of it, cold weather.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never
1: helps with anything like that. So no,
0: no. So um hopefully they have heating pads and all that good stuff for him.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, What a segue, though. Heating mm-hmm. pads.
0: Who's heating up? Who is heating up? Josh Donaldson. Now, this is something that Yankee fans would want because. Uh, no offense, he was abysmal last season offensively. Offensively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we always make this clear offensively. He was abysmal defensively for a 37-year-old who has calf issues all the time, he was amazing in the field. He did really well. And in the spring, he started off slow. He was four for his first 20, 26, which works out to a 154 average. And then he was five for his last 11, and he had a double and three home runs. He hit four overall in the spring. Yeah, so two in one game. Yeah, so heating up at the right time. Also taking walks, too. I noticed that in a couple of the spring training games, which is also good to see because you'd rather see a guy take – a bunch of walks, then swing at three pitches and walk back to the dugout, which seemed to be happening a lot in the playoffs in 2022. So let's hope that Josh Donaldson, he said that he was trying to figure things out and he's a vet. He won the MVP. He knows how to hit. We know he knows how to hit. And hopefully this will carry over into the regular season. We don't need him to return to MVP numbers. We just need him to be a bit better than he was in 2022.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think what I always come back to it circle back to with players like Josh Donaldson aging um, and, and guys that you know your veteran presences my I always circle back to just replacement level, you mm-hmm. don't have to be the guy, um, especially when you look down the road as over the course of the season you know, you don't need Josh Donaldson to bring in 110. Like that's a ridiculous thing to anticipate. Right. Um, and and the Yankees and all major league teams and all teams everywhere know what they are anticipating out of their players. That's how they build their rosters. Um, so you anticipate or you hope you get replacement level and anything above that is a win. Um, you have the thump in the lineup. I think you anticipate, you know, Anthony Volpe being slightly under, uh, Replacement level as a rookie especially in this first month right if you get anything more than that that's a massive win Mm -hmm. and and i'm not saying that you know anthony volpe's terrible he's a great ball player we all know this um and and i know that people were already getting mad at me for being uh down on anthony volpe to start but i think it's super important to temper expectations to start
0: give this
1: kid a month Um, and I think the Yankees are going to do that. all, all indications seem like the Yankees are going to give him a legitimate chance, um, to stick in the big leagues and then figure it out thereafter.
0: Yeah. And I don't think you're saying he's going to be bad. You're just tempering expectations and just saying to people, don't expect him to come out and be 1996.
1: And like, those are unrealistic. If you get that, that is incredible. That's a great thing. And, And I'm rooting for that. I love this kid. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, you throw him down in the ninth spot, throw him in the eighth spot. Maybe he'll lead off a couple of times throughout April, um, but you're not anticipating him being the guy in the lineup. That's what you have Rizzo for. That's what you have Judge for. Um, you know those guys are in the lineup to to provide that thump and allow Volpe to get get his sea legs. Right,
0: and the same thing, you know, with just briefly Donaldson. No one was expecting him to hit 30 home runs last year. We just wanted him to be goodish. Offensively, and he was not. So that's what we need. We just need replacement level ball from Josh Donaldson this year. That would be a big improvement from 2022. Yeah. The final four is set, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win just go to fanduel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use so don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join fanduel today just go to fanduel.com locked on to sign up Make every moment more with FanDuel. Back here on Locked On Yankees, we just wanted to let you know that you can get ready for baseball season with Locked On MLB's ultimate 6-episode season preview. Our local and national experts give in-depth analysis of every team and division in a way only Locked On can provide. Find all 6 episodes on Locked On MLB on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So, here in the second seconds, second segment Stacy, wow, say that 5 times fast. Uh, The Franchi Cordero signing, Um, if you're watching on the YouTube side, by the way, you will probably notice me frantically looking at my phone every five seconds because as a heads up, as you record this, the Yankees have still yet to officially give their opening day roster. Um, On our YouTube side, we brought this up. We talked about the Franchi Cordero signing, um, but in case you're on our audio side, Stacey, why don't you go ahead and remind the folks of what happened um, on Wednesday morning.
0: Yeah, so this came across the wire, aka Twitter, at nine thirty on the nose. Jeff Passan, tweeting: Outfielder Franchi Cordero and the New York Yankees are in agreement on a major league contract. Sources tell ESPN, it's a split deal that will pay one million in the big leagues and one hundred eighty k in the minors. Barring another move, Cordero would be on the Yankees opening day roster.
1: Interesting move. Mm-hmm. Um, we speculated again, if you're hearing this and you already know what happened, then skip 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> we anticipate this meaning Esteban Florial might not make the roster. We don't know what the official moves are now after this, but it's interesting to me that the Yankees said goodbye to Rafael Ortega, mm. sent Calhoun down, uh, didn't give Hermosillo a chance, and sign Cordero instead, a guy who has legitimate power, but hard to find bat-to-ball skills, especially in the big leagues. He had a really, really good spring. Yeah. But it's a very interesting signing. It feels like a bye to Florial, hang on to Hicks, mm. and f- wait it out till Bader. Like, that's how I've been reading, especially now that we've had a few hours to kind of think about it.
0: Right. Yeah, because, you know, we talk about how we anticipate the Yankees possibly making moves, if not now, by the trade deadline. Aaron Hicks is not going to be one of those people. He has too much money left on his contract, and they're kind of like stuck with him at this point. Um, It's hard
1: for other teams to want to take that on. They're not going to take that on. Like, I think that that is very important to talk about that especially for Yankee fandom, it's, it's trade IKF trade Donaldson. You can't just move them right. because they have to go somewhere. Right. And just... these
0: teams have to accept that money. Cause Donaldson yes. is what, 21 million.
1: Is that's a million? lot. That's a, it's a lot of an ask for teams to take a gamble on yeah. when in their minds, and I hate talking money in baseball because they all have it. Right. But in their minds, it's a gamble and they could spend that money elsewhere or whatever. Yeah. So, when we talk about what are potential moves that could come after this, and again, you could know this already, <laughs> this is going to already happened. but Glaber Torres seems like more the candidate to ship out in this situation since he has more value to uh, other clubs.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm still, I, I kind of understand the move a little more now, like you said, we've, we've marinated this on or for a few hours now, but I still was so shocked by it because I wasn't expecting it at all. And we spoke about this in, um, we did a very quick video about this on Wednesday just to get it out there and let everyone know that this move happened. And I just couldn't understand what they were doing. And I was so shocked by the move because it was so unexpected. And, you know, for the people on the audio side, we spoke about how, or I spoke about how this felt like a move that should have been done at the beginning of spring training. And it also feels like they have too many outfielders
1: right now yeah they do and it feels like a move is coming. We'll see if that move happens before opening day or mm-hmm. is happening as you're listening to this or as right. you're watching this right uh, we we had to record at some point <laughs> and this was the time it was mm-hmm. you know eight o'clock eastern day before opening day and we wanted to make sure the episode got out for when you're heading to the ballpark. Yeah uh, so yeah I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what the move is. We've talked about this a couple of times. We still think uh, we've gone to the consensus that the Yankees need a left handed reliever um, while they wait for injuries to subside. Uh, But. You know, they could swing Glaber for a lefty reliever, like a bona fide lefty reliever. I think that is a totally legitimate thing to be able to do. Glaber's on a one year, right? They, they settled uh, and, you know, he has that one year contract. So it, it's a pretty easy ask for a club that may need a second baseman or a middle infielder or a utility guy um, just to fill some holes yeah. um, that might have, you know, a one year lefty that they're like, we're probably not going to contend this year. We might as well swing it and, and get a better second baseman. So I think that that is the most interesting potential move that could happen. Right. Back here on Locked On Yankees, our final segment of the day gets you set up here. One last go around before first pitch, our last off-season segment, uh, which is wild, Stacey. I know I've only been around for a month. But I um, <laughs> just kind of wanted to take a second to kind of talk about opening day and and just what this day is. And and I know people, at least for me, whenever opening day comes around, um, it's just like a nice reset. It's a nice day to kind of, and like, I'm always looking for stuff. I'm always looking to listen to things. And I always want to, I turn on the radio and I want to listen to the, the hour long special pregame show and like all those types of things I love doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's it's new for me as a West Coast baseball fan. Um, and I usually watch the first game of the day if I can help it, if I'm not busy. Uh, you know, like the 9 a.m., 10 a.m. game sure. West Coast time. Um, but it is new for me to now be following the Yankees. And now I'm like, oh, well, it's the job to watch the 10 a.m. But, uh, <laughs> but your, your thoughts about opening day just as a whole.
0: I love opening day because hope springs eternal. And you think anything is possible for your team and you know as a fan of the yankees i've been i've been blessed you know and i'm not saying this to be obnoxious but it's true like you think of other fandoms and you know yeah they're excited about opening day but they know deep down their teams have no chance of doing much of anything and at least when you're a yankee fan as much as we complain about the team not doing enough to make the team better there's always a chance they're going to make the playoffs at
1: least A bare minimum, right? I think, I think we kind of wanted to touch a little bit on how we feel about the Yankees as a whole too here before, before we, you know, we get our last thoughts out before the season actually starts, but I still think this team is primed for a good run. Um, I think you need to look past some of the injuries that are there um, just for the time being. And uh, it's a great rotation. It is a very solid outfield. There are, Good young prospects that are on the horizon, or now we know there. Right. Um, you're getting a full season of Cabrera. That's awesome. Volpe starts, opening day. The 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 bar is high, the the floor is high. Mm-hmm. Uh don't look past Oswald Peraza for still making some noise here by May, mm-hmm. I would anticipate. So there are a lot of really good storylines. Um, And I think you've said it a couple of times. I think that middle infield is going to change by the time we get to the all-star break.
0: Yeah. And I think there's a potential for this being a special team because of the mix of the younger guys and the veterans on the team. And I'm actually, now that we're here, I am really looking forward to it because I was kind of, tempering my expectations heading into spring training and everything. But now that we're here and it's opening day, I'm actually excited about this season. That's good.
1: That's good. Mm-hmm. And I think you should be. Uh, we we remember we did that whole episode on Garrett Cole and you pretty much, you know, can pinpoint exactly what he's going to give you this year, which is uh, such a luxury that 26 teams don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at what's behind him and there's some youth in that bullpen, and I, I I still am high on Jimmy Cordero. I think of, a lot of people are sleeping on him. I think he's going to emerge this year, um, and and I hope he does. Uh, I still think Greg Weiser is going to be able to contribute at the big league level. There's a lot of guys right now that you are um, you can rely on, and there's a lot of guys that you're hopeful can spring and, and, and jump off and, and turn a big league career either around or begin one. So I think this is uh, kind of the perfect storm right now. The Yankees are in a good spot, and I think you should be excited not only for this weekend, not only for April, but for 2023.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it's going to be fun to see how the team evolves throughout the season and what changes and how many changes are made. And I think we should make a note to check back in, say, just before the all-star break, just to see how things are going and how the yeah. team looks compared to March 30th, because I yeah. think that'd be cool. This
1: episode back up and, and reminisce a little bit like, Oh, wow. You guys were way off right. or wow. You hit the nail on the head. Let's hope it's the Um, uh, But I still think they're the, the, the favorites to win the East. Um, the blue Jays, I think are a great ball club, but I think the rotation still stands stronger in New York over Toronto.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I feel like it's going to be really close, and I feel like it's going to be a really maybe fun season for other people watching from afar to see the two teams battling in the AL East, and for fans of each team, it's going to be very nerve wracking. But I think it could be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year. I think it's going to be a good year in New York, and uh, an exciting year. Uh, I'm excited to see what Volpe does. I hope those bright lights don't uh, don't turn him into a deer. But uh, I, I'm excited for him and I'm happy for him, happy for that family and happy for Yankees fans to, to get to see him. And again, man, I'm, I'm still primed for Oswald Peraza, man. Don't sleep on Oswald. I'm still very excited about him.
0: Yeah. Don't forget to check out our 2023 season preview YouTube playlist. It'll be linked in the episode description. And thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Matt and Dom as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies every day. Find it wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.